Welcome. I welcome you to Ran Out of Talent Podcast. We can't thank you enough for checking in, taking it in, listening to the stats. Joey Fitzsimmons is the co-host. You got Joe Jr. running the show. Me, I'm a man just trying to just rip up a couple freestyles just for you. Tuning in to Ran Out of Talent. But if you ever run out of talent, don't take no time, don't take anything. Just get a hold of Junior or Joey and talk about it. But if you the ball on top, you're going to be going to talk about it. So. Welcome to another episode of Ran Out of Talent. I'm your host, Joe Zare Jr. And with me is my co-host, Joey Fitzsimmons. How's it going, Joey? Little hey, little hi, little I don't know how that saying goes. It's from Stuart Little. Ah, so, not too bad, not too bad. Just got back from uh, having dinner at the girlfriend's place and playing with some oval cars. Nice. Where were you playing with uh, oval cars? At the hobby farm. Oh, how, how'd that go? It was actually a lot of fun. Gary's got a, uh, a new outdoor track built out there for all the people that follow the hobby farm RC club. Gotcha. Haven't, haven't seen, they've been posting a lot lately about that new track. Okay. Did he bust um, out any of the fist scale stuff? Oh, yeah. Uh, Wes had his out there. Okay. His and Gavin's. Uh, Frank had his uh, Nitro Slash Mud Boss out there, and so did Gary. Sweet. And then I brought my Midwest Mod, and Sprint Car only ran the Midwest Mod, and it got really, really dirty. Yeah, I mean, it's a really big oval. Uh, it is. It's actually it, it, it's a lot of fun. It's a, it's a mod track for sure. That's you can run mod run mods out there and have a blast. Okay. Uh, how many second laps were you guys doing? About nine seconds. Wow. That is pretty big. Considering what do you do on the indoor, like five, five and a half? Something like that, maybe a little less. That's nuts. I think the fastest on the indoor track was like a three nine something. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um yeah, man, I actually took the weekend off of, well, not off of our, it's never, you know, you're never off of RC. I uh, rebuilt the um, radio tray in my fist scale because I popped that servo last time I ran it. I like to say, dude, the customer support for uh, NSDRC is top notch. I send it in. I'm like, yeah, could I get it fixed? Whatever. And I told him, I've had it since December, but I did not start using it until May. And then the dude sends me an email back. He goes, oh, it looks like you popped a uh, cap in the in the servo. I'm like, oh, can you fix it? He's like, no, I'll just send you a new one. I go, oh, how much do I owe you? He's like, goes, absolutely nothing. It's like, sweet. Huh. Say less, my friend. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I mean, it's... By far, it's not a super expensive servo. It's two hundred and fifty bucks. Okay. Yeah, it's plenty expensive, but it's not super expensive. Um, but I had another one sitting there, so I put a new one in today, and then I got to do Joe threes this week. We're three D printing a bunch of stuff for the e bikes. So, oh man, Here yeah, we go. Oh, yeah, I've been busy. Uh, last week we had the MNRC at uh, Loose Nuts. 
Ah, we screwed up, Joey. Yeah, I was gonna say I seen that went to a one day event. What uh, what happened there? Well, there was uh, before. I mean, even after the races were done, it was eighty percent chance of rain in the forecast, and it's it. For Sunday, it was supposed to. It was supposed to be kind of actually like today, rain a little bit in the morning, then a few little bits in the afternoon, and keep on going. It didn't rain at all. So you know, I don't think we're gonna make that call ever again, because <laughs> we're we've only been right one out of the three times we've made that call. So we're going to run our three rounds on Saturday, and what happens on Sunday happens. Fair enough. Because we got burned in Duluth doing that once, and we got burned here, and Sean hauled ass to get us done by 830s because I was in the 40-plus main. That was the last main of the day, and it was getting dark. (laughs) I, w- I wish I could use that as an excuse why I sucked up the last half of the main. I am so frustrated with myself still. Um, hey, man, it happens. Yeah. Well, the track was great. It grooved up really fast. Um, but the problem is, so it cooled off quite a bit from round two to the mains. Um, so the mains come around and... I change the tires on my truck like four times, literally. Mm-hmm. I end up on blue reflex, which was the correct call for sure. Um, yeah, I my truck was great the whole run. I just ate shit the last half. Like the 10-minute mark, I, it's like I was in fourth battling for a podium spot and then all of a sudden it's like my second pit stop i forgot to hold my finger down on the throttle i don't know why total brain fart on my end and of course i flame out of course why wouldn't you yeah because you know it's a fuel stick just stupid stuff like that man um i ended up like seventh it's like oh but i'll tell you what one thing i did learn uh, that new, I, I forget what they call it, but it's essentially a front wing for the Truggy to replace that silly uh, Lexan brick with headlights. Yep, yep, I know what you're talking about. That creates a shit ton more steering. Really? Oh, it's legitimate. It's not like, you know, like on the two-wheel buggy, or I mean on the A-scale buggy with the um, with the little wedge wing there, you don't know if it's really doing anything. Oh, you can totally tell on the truck. It is a significant difference. Good to know. So uh, let's start going through some mains. Let's look at the e-buggy A main. Uh, I called the end of this one. Kyle Holmberg was leading for a good amount, but uh, Lucas Lazari passed him with like two minutes left to go. Really? Yeah, so Lucas Lazari wins that one, followed by Kyle Holmberg and Sam Savakul in uh, third. He was battling, like Sam was battling his way up. He must have had a little bit of a rough start because I didn't see the start because I was there to call the Truggy main because Sean was up. 
and Sam battled his way back up. Um, but it was a great race there. Um, what else we got? Nitro Truggy A. Uh, Alan Smith wins that one. Greg Bommel on his ass. The, the time doesn't show it. They were, I would say, almost side by side coming to the line. Bommel bobbles it upside down probably 20 feet before the line. Alan Smith holds him off, but, man, Bommel was coming. And he's coming back from the 10th spot. 10th? The yeah. hell is he doing back there? I don't know. It just, we only had two rounds of qualifying. So Not that sure. means that means he bumped up. He must have busted out of one of the mains or one of the quals because we took both quals for qual points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, Drew Dock, and he TQ'd and took third. Um, yeah, man, it was it was an exciting, like, last minute. Two mi- I mean, the whole race was exciting, don't get me wrong, but sportsman, I win worst dad of the year award for that one because Joe 3 was battling with uh, the winner, Bailey Church, and then all of a sudden he started flaming out. I'm like, oh, I screwed up. What did you screw up on? Ah, well, so Joe's pipe has the nipple that goes the other way. Mm -hmm. And it was free when I put his stuff back together after clutch maintenance. Like there was no kink in the hose. Somehow during the race, it moved and it kinked up. And then so every time he hit throttle, it just flamed on him. And it flamed on him twice, so the second time I took the body off, I saw the kink immediately, undid it, and it was fine after that. I'm like, oh, my God. So unprofessional. I know. But (laughs) Bailey Church won that one, followed by uh, Dustin Kremer and Nada Dockin. And we got to look at Nitro Buggy. Well, let's just look at it all. It's nice. We don't have that many classes. Um, I'll tell you what, uh, mini truggy open four wheel better start showing up or it's over the end. I'm saying that now. Um, so if you think you can miss, you can't, if that's your class, uh, nitro buggy, a main Kyle Holmberg won that one pretty handily. Um, he went on blues for the main and that's what made me change my mind. Josh Ford took second. Greg Bommel took third. Josh Ford coming all the way back from the A spot to finish second. So that's awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah. E-Truggy. I want one. Now here's the question, and I've been asking this question around, and everybody says, no, you're nuts. But I don't think I am nuts. E-Truggy is the fastest vehicle on the track usually because you can really whip them around Mm -hmm. so does that make it the elite class not necessarily well think about it this way um formula one by far is always the fastest car on the track um I don't think Xfinity's ever beaten cup cars, really. You know what I mean? Yeah, they haven't. 
think about the only example I can think that goes against it and is brought up um, like sometimes in Supercross, a 250 is faster than a 450. I've heard. But that's, I think that's because there's less power and they can just go balls to the wall more. Different lines. True. So, yeah. Uh, Jordan Corton won that one. Xander Johnson finishes in the number two spot. Xander is, he's got that truck pretty dialed. Um, so does, and Drew in the third. Um, yeah, those three, they're fun to watch with the e truggy. And then let's look at 40 plus. Then, uh, do we look at the visions race? Doesn't matter. I mean, it's a race. Yeah. Tony Swenson won that one. Keith Vanderhyde took second. Corey Hens took third in 40 plus. God, I was up there. I my truck was so good, dude. That team associated T4 is a good ride. Stop talking about it cuz I'm going to buy one. How are you going to buy one? You never race. <laughs> yeah, it's been the ongoing joke with every single person I talk to. <laughs> I know. But it's it's like, dude, you got to race sometimes. Yeah, I know. Big cars have been pretty intense lately. Yeah, well, I don't know, man. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying to get behind the wheel. Are you still trying? Still, I know it's probably not going to happen. I mean, if you but can, there's still hope. Here's the deal: if you can get behind the wheel, yeah, obviously, you know, you get behind the wheel. But, I mean, if you're just going to give people free, I mean, your dad's one thing, obviously help your dad. But if you're helping other people, like, for free, they can suck it. I don't work for free, homie. That's good. You shouldn't. Except for maybe your dad. Oh, yeah. Well, even, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You got to help the old man. Um, It looks like... So um, we'll just talk about, well, invite Nitro Buggy for Visions. Now, I looked at Visions. It's almost like a bigger heyday. So you know what I mean? That's exactly what it is. And what's funny is Jason was talking about, like, when the rally tracks were getting, like, blue-grooved and grooved up, mm-hmm. they hated it. They're like, oh, we got to regroom the track, and they busted it up and shit like that. Because it's a almost works the opposite of RC cars. They don't want that grip. Mm -hmm. But I was listening to Jason on on the Radio Impound podcast, and he does make a good point. RC cars don't really work better on, look better on camera than big cars, obviously, but you can tell they work better than a big car. They do what they are supposed to more. Mm-hmm. I forget what network. It's going to be on some network I've never heard of. Uh, I'm sure it'll be posted up on Live RC when it's up. Um, Ty Tessman won this one, small, followed by Spencer Rivkin in second and Ryan Mayfield in third. Oof. Um, I believe it was a double or triple A scenario. So... Ooh, last year's winner, Jared Wiggins, ends up in 10th. It's a little rough. Jared Tebow went home sick. Huh. 
And then open e-buggy, Ty Tessman wins that one, followed by Dakota Fenn in second, Joe Bornhorse in third. About time you see Tessman's name up there. <sighs> you can't call Tessman a flash in the pan because he's usually in the mains and whatnot. But he had he's never had the years he had with HB. He had two super hot years with HB. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, what the hell? It's like, he just can't. I don't know if it's just the way he is with the car or whatever. Like, I don't know if they, it gels or it, it's hard to say. But I'll tell you what, it's like they have like fucking wood screws in those x rays. I'm dead serious. Why do you say that? Because I, uh, Helped out Austin flip his uh, diff around for one of his races. He put it in backwards. And you have to take off the A block to get to the diff. Mm -hmm. And they put fucking wood screws in there. And that's the way they do come. I remember when Dan Williams was was with X-Ray for a year. And that was his biggest complaint was the goddamn wood screws. (laughs) So... I don't know, man. Is it the is it the car or is it tie in the car? But maybe they found something. Uh, something I noticed. They haven't announced where the worlds will be next year. There's a lot of speculation that it's going to be in Brazil. But where in Brazil? Is it still going to be in Brazil? Because Brazil's really fucking dangerous. Like. So the UFC goes to Brazil a lot of the times because, you know, a good chunk of their roster is Brazilian. It's a good market. Fighters aren't allowed to leave the fighter hotel unless they have literally a gang of security. No kidding, huh? I'm afraid they're going to get jumped? Yeah, no, killed. Oh. They murder with no regard down there. It is a serious place. But let's, you know... Bunch of pasty RC racers that have no muscle tone and pink shorts. Let's send those guys to Brazil. You know what I mean? It's the pink shorts, man. It's the pink shorts. God, I was at Old Navy. I almost bought a pair. That was a couple weeks ago. I just couldn't do it. Okay, Kyle. Yeah, no. And so that happened. I don't know if we talked to the nat- about the Nationals. I think we did. But Beth and I were watching that 60-minute main, and it comes time for the interviews after, and half the pits are filled with pink shorts. She goes, ah, no shit, huh? It's like, yeah, it's a thing. I'm like, I never understood it, but it's a thing. So before we get into notes, I would like to say if you want to get a ran out of talent merch, go to pwrmerch.com. Search for Ran Out of Talent. Get yourself a mug or a t-shirt. Corey Hens has been kind enough to set that us up for us. So, yeah. Um, all right. So I have to make a uh, couple of uh, clarifications from last episode. So they're not killing the foam tire program at Island Speedway. Obviously, it's going to be... Um, rubber tire only for the ncts event but they are still gonna allow foam tires which 
I'm not a fan, but it is what it is. Um, and Jimmy Keenan, I don't know who he is, but he has some good credentials. Hopefully he's better than that dude who was on the mic at the Aurora Nationals. Obviously not. The guy, you know, Keenan was doing the live RC gig, but whoever was in the background at Aurora Nationals, the whole time it sounded like he had somewhere better to be. So hopefully this Jimmy Keaton is better. He's going to be your RD at um, Island for the NCTS. So, yeah. So, ah, I don't know. I don't know which way to go with my notes. I really don't. Probably the the right way. Um, we'll we'll do some short deals. So I was listening to No Name RC podcast, and JQ was on. Dude, he is not happy with Ronald Falk. Why? Well. Like he went to a wedding instead of the Euros warm up. He signed with an unknown tire brand. And JQ's like, please don't sign with any tire brand. You know, Angaro just won a race this weekend, but that's his first race in a long time. Angaro's won, and he's with the same goddamn tire. You got two of the world's fastest on on tires that are like... I... I can't, I wouldn't, I don't get the risk. I really don't. Um, dude, it had to have been a Brinks truck full of money backed up to their fucking porch. That's the only way I can, I, it makes no sense otherwise. Right. Unless. Well, hey, when somebody, when somebody shows money to me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, exactly. Money's understandable. If it's not money. And they did it for whatever reason. They would have to be the dumbest people in RC. I don't care how well they drive a car. They would be so fucking stupid to sign with an unknown tire company for your average salary. True. Also, I kind of wonder if the high-tech servos have something to do with it. Maybe. I've, I've never been a huge fan. Um, they've been coming out with new stuff, but like, I remember back in, I've tried them throughout the years. I want to say the last time I tried them was in 2005, but every single time I tried them from the eighties until 2005, it was always a nightmare. They were glitchy. They never worked right. Um, a company can turn it around, but man, they're 50 or 60 years old, hopefully they have their shit together, if you know what I mean. You'd think by now they would. You'd think, but they, late 80s to mid-2000s, they did not. <laughs> like, that used to be a running joke at the track were high-tech servos. So. You busted a servo? High-tech. No, it's not even busted. All of a sudden, they just, It'd be like working fine, and then all of a sudden, it'd start just doing a bunch of funny twitchy shit, or your car would start glitching out like crazy. These this was in the days before two point four gigahertz, so it almost felt like somebody was on your channel, but.
good chance it was the servo. Mm-hmm. So hopefully it's not the servo. <laughs> um, Fingers crossed. Yeah, dude. I, I'm. I won't be happy. I'm. I'm not happy with. I have no skin in the game with Ronald Falk, and I'm not happy with his damn performances. They're not acceptable. Um, there will be no heydays, no RC at heydays this year. You know, I was going to ask about that. What? Heydays. It's so disappointing. Um, I don't want to give all the information I was given, but I'll tell you this much. They went from giving Tim 30 passes to 10 passes and no parking. Are you kidding me? Yeah, so we couldn't park inside the gate. And Tim's like, that doesn't work at all. There's some other things, but Tim's like, no, that just doesn't work, period. And... I'll tell you what, I want the listeners to do this. Don't go on their page and be a dick. But if you race there and you had a good time, let them know your disappointment and let them know that RC cars are not free to run. I think they have it in their head that we're so grateful. I mean, I had a blast, but grateful, uh, you know. They should be grateful to us. We ran a schedule. We put on a show. We got the crowd. We got the crowd near the test track. Other than that, nobody's going by the test track. True. Um, yeah, we did just as much, if not more, for them than they did for us. And the way they show it is kicking us all in the dicks. So, like I said, don't be a don't be a jerk under their pages and posts, but let them know your disappointment. And I don't know. I, I think it's way too late for reconsidering, but you should still let them know. So, anyway. Hey, guys, I want to race there. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you raced there before, haven't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, a I couple almost, of years. I almost took your head off. Oh, yeah. Dude. That, that was kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> no offense to you. But that was no, kind of funny. No, it is funny. I almost accidentally took Dale's head off during the main. I didn't see him running across the track in the double-double section, and I was going over the second double, and all of a sudden I see Dale. I hit my brakes as hard as I can and turn my wheel down and nosedive my truck before I hit the guy. Mm-hmm. That cost a good 12 seconds, but it's better than hitting Dale. True. Me, me 12 seconds, so I don't know. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> Damn it, Dale. Um, if you're from Canada listening, you might not be able to hear us much longer. Canada has passed a really funky bill to where if you don't advertise, there's something about promoting to Canada and advertising to Canada and all this other stuff 
that I'm just not going to do. So if all of a sudden the Canadian internet, they're going to be blocking a ton of podcasts. Um, they tried putting it in the bill for non-user gener or the, for user generated content like this, like your independent podcast, but that was struck down. So any kind of media or podcast, there's a lot more in that bill. That's scary as fuck. Like it's, it's it's horrific, but we don't get political on this show. What I will say is, if you're a Canadian, I beg of you to try to get your citizenship in the United States. Your life, or what your life will become, is not worth the comfort of your business, your job, your home. Get out. Anyway. I have I, friends that are Canadian. I, I do too. There's a lot of Canadians. I mean, uh, Kevin LaChapelle is Canadian. Um, Matt Hausen. Lazari. Matt Hausen. The Tessmans, even though they don't listen to this. Roy Hoosel and his kid. Um, Nick Moxley. There's a ton of Canadians that come down. And it just sucks balls. Anyway, um, I was having a discussion about entry fees with uh, Kevin Van Hurt. Because we're like, God, I I'm sitting here thinking nobody charges enough. And then I did the, because, um, you know, a lot of tracks you're still paying like $15. I'm mm -hmm. like, God, that's not enough. So if you think about this, when I started racing, it was $10 to enter, okay? I put that in the inflation calculator and rounded down. So that should equal out to be about $25. And then I'm sitting there thinking, you know who would bitch about that the most? racers with the most expensive cars sit there <laughs> probably i mean seriously uh, I, we're most most races locally are char we're charging under a hundred dollars to race which is fair but it's funny when you hear people complain and they got a fourteen hundred dollar a scale sitting in their lap and they're complaining about paying whatever for entry or they got a thousand dollar tent scale and you're like twenty dollars oh you know i think i mean i think they should raise entry fees everywhere that's just my thought and it's going to be a very 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 unpopular opinion especially people with kids like paying for joe three to enter two classes and then myself it sucks dude I'm sure it gets pretty spendy pretty quick. It does. Absolutely. But it would be better for the tracks, obviously. And the tracks that are left, that money goes back into the tracks. All right. Now, Horizon made me hate them and love them in the same week. So I'm sure you've seen a lot of the news. Um, so TLR, it was on their build sheet. They had a lot of shit on their build sheet. 
for this year and the end of this year, they were supposed to come out with the new fist scale. That's not going to happen. Among other things, they were supposed to come out with a new two-wheel drive buggy. That definitely was on the build list, build sheet. They were going to remold everything. Everything was going to be brand new. But no. They come out with new chassis for their 12-year-old platform. What the fuck? Did you see that nonsense? Uh, I might have somewhere throughout the week. Dude, it sparked hatred and rage. It's like, what are you doing? You've already lost so many drivers to Associated because the B6.1 platform is kind of similar to the B6.4, but not really. And, and a lot of innovative stuff has happened and, I mean, I believe Avid is making shocks for the Lozy because the Lozy are... I just can't fucking believe them at all. So they shit all over the racers this week. But then they don't totally redeem themselves, but then they come out with that MX bike at an affordable price point. And I'm sure you've seen that all over your Facebook feed. I have. That's going to spark some interest for sure. So I've seen people, I think it's going to be 600 bucks. I've seen 500 places. I've seen 550. Call it 600 ready to run. Um, the only issue I see with it is there's a couple of different modes and you need the spectrum radio to change it. I wonder if you put in your good Sanwa, if you can just put it in whatever mode it's, you know, a race mode. But they made a bike that can actually jump and actually drive. One thing I did notice in the promo videos, it never took any flat corners. So that'll be interesting it'll be interesting also in the way is team associated gonna shit their pants on this one just like the mini truggy just like the fist scale just like a lot of other things are they gonna ignore it and not come out with their own that's one thing you gotta look at because if losey's on an island by themselves this might just be a fad but might be one of those things. It's very, 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 very unlikely, but it's possible that they start building tracks specifically made for these. You know, it might take the RC world by storm like the Slash did. You might see them at your local track. People might build purpose-made tracks for them. Dude, they're rad. They... This thing took years to develop. Years. They're not looking to sell 2,000 of them like they do an A-scale kit. They're looking to sell hundreds of thousands of them. So, I don't know, man. I really hope to see a class of them 
they're pretty big. They call them quarter scale, I think, but they they're not. Mm, I don't think they're quite that big. Obviously, Proline had a lineup of tires for them immediately. Jaycon's going to come out with the lineup of tires and accessories for it really quick. They've known for about it for a little while, so I'm sure they got something that they're going to drop within the next couple of weeks. I don't uh, doubt. I yeah, I don't doubt it. Dude, of course, Proline immediately dropped something. Well, yeah, I mean it's the same company. But I'll tell you what; those whole shots do look badass on that bike. Uh, but all of a sudden, like it sparked interest from people who haven't raced in a while, like Danny and Steve Nelson. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's something there, but is there enough there to keep it going? Um, yeah, fucking TikTok. I see videos of it on TikTok. People are like, $500. Oh, it's so expensive. I said, dude, 500 so cheap in the RC world. And that's totally true, unfortunately. It is. I mean, but, and the, I mean, this thing, dude, it legitimately can jump for sure. It's just rad. Um, yeah, let's, uh, unless you got anything else, let's get to questions. Um, maybe some upcoming races. Uh, upcoming races next week, July 1st, is going to be um, Southern's Dash for Cash. We're expecting a large fifth scale group. They also run A scale classes, and I believe four wheel open, uh, full class. I don't know what a full class is, but a full class winner takes home 150 bucks. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Joe Three and I are going with the fifth scales. I I bet you that'll be fun. Oh, yeah. It it will be. They got the rain they needed today, too. (laughs) Good. Dude, we needed it. But, yeah, Justin is saying $150 guaranteed payout per field class at Southern. So, yeah, fist scales are going to be fun. I just got mine fixed, and I got to fix Joe 3s. You got to get yours out to the hobby farm, dude. I think you'll have a blast with that thing. Here's the thing with Oval. If I have two or three other guys out there with me, I'll have a blast. If it's just me, I'll do two laps and say, F this and quit. There's not a doubt in my mind you'll get people to run with. Yeah. Um, the thing is, so the Oval's the one place where the Baja, the 5B Baja two-wheel mm-hmm. drive will beat the Lozy. Um, Ryan Smollett goes... You think they should start up a Lozy motor cross class now? I'd say, yeah, absolutely. I mean, bring eight of them to the MNRC, find a way to stick a transponder in those son of a bitch, and let's have a class. Oh, my God. <laughs> Screw it. I mean, dude, they're taking these things off massive jumps. Like, go watch a promotional video. It's like, holy shit. Um, I bet, I mean, I bet they'll get around an A-scale track just fine. Well, one of these, uh, one of these local guys around here is going to have to be nice one day and and buy one and and let us know so we can go out there and watch it. Yeah. I'm, I showed Joe three a video. That was a mistake. I want one now. (laughs) I want it. Nope. He got his, uh, 
me splurging on him this summer was his fist scale. I'm broke now. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Did you just say you splurged on him? No. Rephrase that. that. No, splurge like <laughs> spent spent a ton of money. I know. Yeah. It's supposed to be a, it's supposed to be a joke. You're supposed to laugh. Ah, uh, dude, I'm frustrating day. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, Jeremiah Lucas Savitz also wondering. Sure, you'll be talking about the new dirt bikes. Would be fun to see a class of those outdoor. With all the hype, do you think more manufacturers will jump on board? The think it's X Rider that has one coming out this week. Um, yeah, it looks like another, but that one looks nitro. Um, yeah, man. Um, they're dumb because I would way rather prefer. Dude, I would guarantee half the people who own fist scales would way rather have an associated over a Lozy. Mm-hmm. Just for quality reasons. Um, and I guarantee it'd be the same thing with this bike. Now, here's the shitty question. Would Team Associated steal what's there? and then tweak it to their own deal. Because like I said, it took years to make this bike. I've never seen an RC motorcycle work like this in my life. Dude. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, God, I really hope Team Associated comes out with one. Donald Tolbert goes, Elephant in the room, T6.4. Anyone touch one yet? I've saw, I've seen it run, but I've never had one in my, like, I believe the one Kyle Holmberg was running towards the end of Thunder Road's run was a T6.4 in general. And it looked amazing. It really did. But that's on carpet. Um... Here's a good example. B6.4, best carpet Astro car I've ever had the pleasure to drive. But now I talk to somebody else on the team. I won't mention his name because this is going to sound shitty. Said it's the absolute worst fucking car he's driven on clay. Like you would prefer to go back to the B6.3. Hmm. So I wonder. I'm curious as to why. I don't know. Um, those 13 millimeter shocks can be tricky. If I had to figure out the whole, you know, drill four holes, two of them in different sizes, and it's I want to actually, you do like two one millimeter holes, and then like a one six and a one seven. You know, it's like fuck. Mm-hmm. Um. Lynn Nelson is wondering, are Joe and Joey going to head to uh, South Dakota for the Midwest Nationals at Dakota Slideways on July 8th and 9th? I don't think... There's always a possibility, but, dude, I don't think I'm making that one myself. I am coming up for the uh, fair race in August. So why the fair race and not that one? Because the fair race, there's a fair. 
I went to the fair race last year because Joe Three and I, our, our throwout is Duluth, okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I, and I started asking these guys about this fair race, and they're like, this is the best county fair in the country, this and that and the other. Dude, that county fair is legit. It's super legit. And so this year, that race is going to be, I believe, is going to be part of the um, Dakota Nitro Series. So they started their own Nitro Series. Yep. So, yeah, it's part of the Dakota Nitro Series. It, it'll be a good time. Um, July 8th and 9th. Huh, excuse me. I don't know, man. I don't think I can make that one. Maybe, but I don't know. Are you going? That's a big maybe for me, too. Oh, any racing for you right now is a big maybe. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Um, Jason texted me earlier, asked if I was going, and I told him I wasn't sure yet. Yeah, but like I said, though, for me, the fair race, because I'm bringing, like, if it's just me, I would probably do the race July 8th and 9th, but I'm bringing Joey with. Right. And... Oh, fuck, yeah, he almost, so it's uh, Spud Fest days in Big Lake. And yesterday he went on this, um, it's like a Superman ride. You're on your stomach and your arms and legs are straight out and you're going super fast in a circle. Mm-hmm. Oh, he almost puked again. Mm. I'm like, dude, are you sure? He's like, oh, I'll be fine. I'll handle it fine. He gets off that ride white as a ghost. I'm like, are you all right? He's <laughs> like, I think so. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Yeah, it's like, dude, I'm telling you, man, since I've turned into an old son of a bitch, I can't handle spinny rides. Spinny rides used to be my jam. Mm-hmm. I just can't handle I almost puked at that damn county fair last year. I know, I remember you saying that. But the thing is, we ate those cheese curds that were just massive. And greasy. Oh, yeah. Um, let's see here. Mike Nesbitt's wondering, did Losey just create the next big spike in new people into RC? I'm already seeing other people in moto in the moto world talking about it, and 600 um ready to race includes battery and charger he goes it really has you ready to race that is a cool thing about it because you know you buy a rtr quote-unquote vehicle but you still have to buy a battery or charger separate and all that but this thing is as much as i hate to give horizon credit you got to give credit where credit's due you can take it out of the box and race it that day you could and I would personally put my own radio in it and unspectrum it as much as humanly possible. But uh, yeah, I do. That's all I've been hearing since they released it. That's all I've been hearing. I heard it a couple times today too. Oh, I've been hearing it for uh, did it come out Wednesday, something like that. Yeah, it's all I've been hearing, and it's like, oh my god. Yeah, you bring eight of them, bring five of them to Sean's race, series races, he'll let you run. I'd be kind of curious to see how something like that would do on his track. I think if you double-singled the triples, I think it'd do great. I really do. 
Um, Lonnie Walls is wondering, why does it seem like every time I want to go racing, my wife already has plans? Um, I, feel, I feel that. You got to give her this. Although I, although I don't have a wife, but I yeah. feel that. Well, you basically do. I mean, you live together. And we fight like we're married. I don't fight. I think Beth and I have fought three times ever. We bicker here, but like fight, fight. It's like, nah, fuck that. You, you got it made. No, I don't. It's just like, you got to think in your head, how worth it is this? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, whatever. Um, what you got to do is I got a giant calendar on my um, kitchen wall, the full year calendar. And when we put it up, I wrote down all my race dates. And we look at that every time it's time to make plans. So, yeah. That's good. You got something sitting there to plan off of. Yeah. <sighs> Freaking A. Yesterday I went out on my e-bike and Beth and I went out and I went. So we were just driving around town. Um, went to Cub, got the kids donuts, shit like that. And then on my way back, it's like I'm wearing my watch. I'm like, man, it's loose. We stop at Thurber's Jewelers. And I'm like, yeah, I'll see how much it costs. It was 15 bucks to get a link removed. I'm like, all right, let's do that. <sighs> Dude, I end up leaving with another watch, too. Of course you did. Fucking A. <laughs> I, why wouldn't you? I like them too much. I don't know why. Why the fuck do I like that? I, I just, I don't know. <laughs> you must have a have some sort of fetish for wrists. Maybe. I mean, it wasn't expensive. It's, it, wasn't, it was only $250 watch. It was a cheapie. But I do like it a lot. One thing I don't like that I ain't see, um, because it's it's just like it's the, the watch is like a, a classy like brush stainless with like um, a plain blue face. Mm -hmm. But when you get in the dark, the light, numbers glow in the dark. It's like fuck, that sucks so bad. I hate that shit. I don't know. Anyways, sorry. Just getting off on a tangent. Sidetracked. Yeah. Um, Jeremiah's got another question. Any ramblings of anyone planning a carpet track in central Minnesota for the 10-scale crowd with the closing of the other track? You'd think Starbucks would be fire back up. <sighs> okay. We're going to talk about Starbucks. I like Starbucks. I used to like Starbucks. But he would totally have to pull that dirt out and either put in clay or he would have to put in AstroTurf carpet. <laughs> carpet would not work. It would be clay or AstroTurf because there's too much moisture that comes up from the natural base for it to for carpet to work at all. Another thing is that kills me, and I just can't go back to it ever again, is Starbuck time. 
you never raced when there was Starbuck time, Joey. So I know I'm kind of sad I didn't. I can't ever, ever do it again. And it became when I had a wife and kids. That's like Beth and I got married, and she came to Starbucks with me a bunch, and we'd have fun drinking and whatever because it didn't matter. But then we had a kid, and now Beth and the kid are at home, and we're sitting there. Oh, let's take a two-hour dinner break Saturday night. Oh, that guy broke his A-arms in warm-ups. Let's give him 10 minutes. We got time. That type of thing. Dude. I can't. When I realize that my time is actually worth money, my time is worth memories with my wife and children, my time is worth more than, so much more than Starbucks time. I don't, and then I think other people have realized that too. Oh, goddamn windows. Other people have realized that too. You know what I mean? Um, and Jay's getting older. I don't, I don't know. I don't see him really doing anything. Um, as for tracks in central Minnesota, I'm sure something will pop up. Uh, have you heard any rumblings? Joey? No, sorry. I put my mic up. I was making a little bit of noise. Um, oh yeah. Other than, uh, other than Gary's. Yeah. Right. I mean, Oval's always a good option. Oval is a lot of fun. It is. For you guys, all you guys that think that Oval is slow, Oval is not slow. It's actually a lot of fun. We Oval. converted, uh, me and Clayton converted Frank over to it. Now we got Kyle Quas took on to it. Yeah. Dude, it's, it is a good time. It's, it's very enjoyable. Yeah. Very easy, very laid back. How quick of a race program does he run like in the wintertime? Because uh, you guys don't, you don't start until Saturday afternoon, right? Yeah. You start at, I think it's two or three. I think it's three, actually. Okay. You start at three, and if there's 110 entries, you'll be out of there by 8 o'clock. Oh, that's quick. That's super quick. So, yeah, man. I might do something. I don't know. Because I'm going to have weekends. man. Get yourself a sprint car. Actually, you got an old uh, two-wheel sitting there? I got a lot of shit, dude. I got so much shit. But if I were to build you, an oval car, I'd build a brand new fucking car. I would get a. You don't need to build a brand new car, dude. I'm rocking a B6.1 with 0.2 parts on it. I would get whatever Team Velocity kits a kit to get because I like. Okay, work. but here's the thing: is do you want to spend a thousand dollars to don't, just try it, or do you want to spend a hundred dollars <laughs> and convert one of your other cars into a Midwest mod? I, I don't pay full price at Velocity. Um. But yeah, I get what you mean. But I can't do I suggest building a Midwest mod before you build a sprint car. I can't do things halfway. But that's not really halfway. All right. Trust just trust me on it. Before you before you get hard into oval, build a Midwest mod and okay. then build a sprint car. Okay. Uh, or a street stock or I love you know. I just love the look of street stock. I love build street. yourself a build yourself a street stock. 
I'm thinking about it. I don't know. It'll be fun. I promise you. Yeah. Uh, one more question from Andrew Clark. What's your take on TLR not coming out with the new 110 scale buggies, but new chassis and other upgraded parts? Do brands really need to come out with new cars every year? No, they don't need to come out with new cars every year. They need to update with the times and ease to wrench the car, dude. It takes 16 screws, I believe, to get at the diff to where it's five screws and a nut with the B6. Hold on, one, two, three, four, five, five. And a nut. You take off one shock side. Well, I do at least. You have to. I do. And flop it over to one side. Yeah. And it's quick. I do a diff in that. Literally, I take the diff out, clean the fluid out, refill it, you know, go through everything. It's a 15 to 20 minute job. That alone. And it's 16 screws. You take it out like an old school car from the bottom. It's like, mm-hmm. what the hell? You're still on the 12 millimeter shot. It's just everything's... N- <sighs> the, there's a reason they're not coming out with the, a new car. I don't know. I have my speculations, and I don't like to speculate on here about multi-million dollar companies. But there's a reason, and it's not a good one. And before you come at me, oh, Dakota still wins with it. Dude, that Lozy car, all the Lozy cars he wins with are terrible for your average racer. Plus, the 10 scales modded to hell. That is true. I think it's got some associated parts on it, too. Oh, a ton. A ton. I remember Tor. When he was still with TLR, I don't, I don't know if I should say this, but I'm gonna. But he comes there. It was a TLR in spirit. Maybe, maybe the rack was lousy. Maybe, but you know, it was like a Vision's chassis. I think the transmission was also lousy. But it's uh, so he he had 13 millimeter shocks on it. He had. 22x4 rear arms on it it's just it was it wasn't a lozy anymore (laughs) and that's what a ton of those guys are doing a ton it just if you see a lozy like the ncts happened i we should have looked at that but i'm tired the ncts happened this weekend on the west coast we had some guys go there actually um but yeah, it's. It, I don't know, man. I guarantee every Lozy you see there, it was. They were not stock. I'd imagine so. To where the majority of B6.4s, they have a little something here or there, like pucks or this or that. But in general, you could still call them a team associated car. They're not a B6.4 inspired car. <laughs> so nuts yeah man craziness well it's just one of those things it's 
But Associated did this a lot of years ago too. People forget about that. Um, who am I thinking of? Um, the the B four the B four came out in two thousand and three, and they rode that platform for ten years. And at the end of it. God, I bet you there's an old, old podcast about us talking about that thing. Like, the ball cups were absolute garbage when they came out with new, updated, like the B4.1, B4.2, because the molds were getting worn out. So the ball cups became garbage. Everything was clapped out in, like, a run. That's when Kyle went to uh, Kyosho for a little bit. So, yeah, man. God, they Back to the good old days. Yeah. They only had 136 entries. I mean, not only, but it's a little light on entries for uh, the NCTS. Oh, they ran triple mains for expert. Let's see if any of our guys did well. Um, Ethan Mike Michelson took eighth. In seventeen five, Coltura, Coltura, another Canadian. He ended up third in stock. Coltura's. Uh, have you met um, Cole? And uh, I believe his dad's name's Kyle. Really? I don't believe so yet. Yeah, they're really nice people. Um, let's see here. Let's look at uh, thirteen five. Sorry, I just want to look at this now because I know we had some guys there. Um, Cole took fourth and four wheel. Ethan took seventh. Caden Voss took eighth. If I can, solid results. Those West Coast guys. That is a very nice facility they went to. Even if you don't, I mean, I know it's all about making the A, but even if you don't make the A, it's. Ryan Waller went, but I think he ran. I'm looking for the independent. Look at the four-wheel independent main. Ryan Waller, local, won the four-wheel independent main. Hell yeah, man. Have you met Ryan Waller yet? Mm, I don't think so. He's a good kid, young kid. Obviously, mainly carpet because that's the thing. I don't know. See how he did an independent two-wheel. Let's see here. Ooh, he ended up six in two-wheel independence, so that's pretty damn good. And I believe that was one of his first big races. Good for that guy. All right, man, it's late. I got to get up in a couple hours. Should we call this A couple one? hours? Well, four. Four? Yeah. Oh, you're saying you have to be up at 4 a.m., not you have to be up in four hours. Yeah, right. Oh, I got you. All right. All right, man. Uh, yeah, good episode. Uh, we'll get one, another one out in a couple weeks. So, yeah. Uh, thanks for, you know, well, I probably kind of rushed you home. <laughs> no, no. I No, we plan on being home around this time anyways. Sounds good. All right, well, I'm Joe Zare Jr., and with me was Joey Fitzsimmons, and we've ran out of talent. Deuces. <laughs>